Money Savvy. This is the Money Savvy Podcast from MoneyWeb, where we tackle personal finance matters with leading financial advisors. Your host, Peter Mero and Soko. Welcome to the Money Savvy Podcast. I'm Peter Melonzoko. We've all heard that having a financial advisor by your side to help you chart and manage your financial path is highly recommended. But for most people, especially young adults, approaching advisory firms or even a financial advisor for their services can be overwhelming. Often, we think if we don't have the big bucks or trust funds, we don't qualify for these services. Tulisi Lengomo, who is a private wealth manager at NFB Private Wealth Management, joins us for this episode on finding a financial advisor that best suits your financial journey. Tulisile, is there a minimum income level required to procure the services of an advisory firm or a financial advisor? Hi, Rutamelo, and thank you for having me on the show. There is no minimum income level required to procure the services of a financial advisor. Because firstly, as an individual, you need to establish if there is a need for financial advice in your life. Because you need to remember and needs differ from person to person. If you've decided that there is a need, you need to look for a financial advisor that is competent to provide you with the services that you require. Just to put it into perspective, a person that is looking just for a funeral policy can just go to the bank or contact an insurance policy to seek advice on the suitable product that is suitable for their needs. Whereas another person might just be looking to save for their kids' education, they will have to look for a financial advisor with the experience and is suitable to provide the services for long-term savings. Whilst another person, like a young professional, might be looking for holistic financial planning, then they would require a financial planner with the relevant experience, skills, requirements to provide them with the services they need. So if we look at the traditional way of getting a financial advisor, it is through referral. Because if somebody has had the service of a financial advisor, it's easy to work with someone that comes recommended. And then if you look at the olden days as well, people used to just go to the bank to receive financial advice. But now the fact that there's a increase in the financial advisory services, there's now a lot of financial advisory services providing different individuals with different income as well. Just taking a little step back, how does a financial advisor add value to your financial journey? So if you decide to embark on a financial journey in partnership with the financial advisor, I call myself an accountability partner mm-hmm. because uh, I feel I, I hold people accountable uh, to their goals that they want to achieve and also I let them when they're deviating from the plan that we have. And when it comes to short-term market volatility, like we saw in March last year, clients were very emotional and wanted to switch to cash, which would have meant that they would have crystallized their losses. So financial roles in, in that part would be to remove emotions from the situation and remind the clients of the initial goals. And then also when there's an introduction of the new act, like we saw now in March with the Pension Funds Act, financial advisors are able to assist the clients in understanding how the act affects them because we as individuals and clients have access to a lot of information, but what a financial advisor does is to explain to a client how these changes affect their individual circumstances. The other thing as well is when it comes to investing, a lot of people, we can all invest, but what a financial advisor does, we make sure that clients are invested according to their needs. 
their risk profile and their tax profiling. We're also able to assist clients with wealth preservation and planning. The other service that we offer is retirement planning. So a financial advisor would review your needs for retirement and what you already provided for both pre- and post-retirement. Financial advisors are also able to assist with risk planning. They assist clients with protection of their wealth in the event of death, disability, and drug disease. They're also able to help the clients with estate planning to ensure that clients have a will in place. Other services that we offer is financial management. So a financial advisor can help and assist clients with setting up a budget, review their assets and liabilities, and also assist them in setting up um, emergency funds. I always say we serve as a blind spot for clients because there might be things that we can pick up that the client might have missed. We do research and stay up to date with the changes in the regulations and products. So we provide clients as advisors a tailor-made solution suitable for them, and that is flexible to change and markets and lifestyle. I think our big role as well is to educate clients about financial wellness. And just on that, if you're in debt, will the financial advisor be able to help you? So if we look at most people, especially young people, most people are finance a lot of the assets, such as their homes, cars, businesses through debt, meaning that you can have both debt and investment at the same time. So in terms of financial planning, a financial advisor's role in financial management is to determine a client's affordability. Can the client afford to invest and carry on paying debts, we review their budget. We review their good and bad debts for clients. For instance, if a client has unsecured loan, then it would be recommended for a client to pay off those unsecured loans first because they are expensive in nature. If the client says, I would want to pay off my house quickly, we come up with a solution to help them implement the plan. But if the individual is in debt and cannot keep up with the debt repayment, then it is recommended that the individual seeks help from the debt counsellor who is registered with the National Credit Regulator. Just going back to procuring the services of a financial advisor, um, what are some of the questions you would need to ask an advisor before engaging their services? So first of all, is are you an authorised um, service provider and a representative? So a financial advisor, before they provide services, they need to be a representative of an authorised financial service provider. And you must ask them to provide you with the initial disclosure document, which will provide you details of the authorized financial service provider that they work for or belong to, their qualification, their experience, the compliance officer's detail, remuneration, how they earn the fees, or if there's any conflict of interest. You'd also want to know how much assets they manage, because if a, if a financial service provider has a high number of assets under management, they're able to negotiate very competitive pricing for the clients with institutions. You'd also want to ask, will you be able to offer me holistic financial planning? Because it would not be nice to have one financial advisor for investment and one financial advisor for for risk. Mm -hmm. But what you'd want is someone who would look at your financial, holistic financial planning that will deal with your risk planning, Mm -hmm. estate planning, retirement planning, investment planning, and estate planning. You would also require someone who's a certified financial planner because those people have the academic qualification and have the experience to provide those services. 
the big one is fees. Financial advisory services is a profession. Uh, most financial advisors get remunerated is by the services they offer. So some financial advisors would charge you for the planning fee, which is the initial part of putting together, mm-hmm. and also charge you a fee-based asset under management fee. So you would want your financial advisor to explain the fee structure and what is included and excluded in the fees that they charge. The last one is you'd want to know if they're independent because if you're working with an independent financial advisor, if they recommend a supplier or a product, a certain product provider, they need to advise what was considered and why a specific provider is more considered than the other providers. It gives them more products to offer you than to just offer you one service or just to deal with one service provider. Yeah, those are definitely critical questions. And then once you have procured the the services of a financial advisor, how often should you be in contact with them throughout the year? Once a year is fine, unless uh, certain circumstances happen in your life. Let's say you change in your job. I think it is very, very important to contact your advisor when you get a new job because they will be able to help you review the Provident Fund and Pension Fund that the new company is offering, medical aid benefits and risk benefits that you have if you are being retrenched. So let's say you're being retrenched and you're contributing. So that would change your, your, your cash flow. So the the plan would need to change to adjust now to your new financial situation. If you are close to retirement or are retiring, it is important that you reach out to your financial advisor to help you set out a plan before you retire. If you're planning to get married, do contact your financial advisor to ask him or her to explain to you the different marital regimes and how it affects your finances in the future. When you receive an increase in income, because that means you've got more money to spend and you can discuss what options are available. So let's say you're receiving inheritance or win a lottery, which we'd most likely want to. Uh, so they can help you in um, investing those funds. And also, if, if you're having a child, they can help you in saving for the child's education. And if your lifestyle changes, you need to advise them because Let's say maybe there's a claim event. So you need to just be in constant contact with a financial advisor if something financial does affect you because that might affect your future plans. Definitely. Thank you so much, Tulisile. That was Tulisile Ngomo, who is a private wealth manager at NFB Private Wealth Management. Thanks for listening to the Money Savvy Podcast, hosted by Britamelo and Soko. To listen to more MoneyWeb podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za or the MoneyWeb app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates.